Good morning. To recap, we're doing the story of Abimelech, the son of Gid'on. Abimelech was a bad apple. The man has a, an inferiority complex, which turns him into an evil man who kills his brothers, who are the main sons of Gid'on, in order to take power within Shechem. He successfully acquires the power in Shechem after killing or, and, and then kills all of the, the, brother, the sons of Gid'on. But one of them, Yotam is his name, was able to get away. He hides and then ends up on Mount Gerizim and he, makes, he announces his parable. He says his parable about the different uh, trees and how they all turned down leadership. And then the thorn bush is the one who accepted leadership, which is a parable that applies today. The people you find in leadership positions are very often people who have really nothing to offer other than the desire, it's nothing to offer, so they desire power over people instead. Then, uh, in the, once, once uh, Abimelech takes over in Shechem, he, there develops bad blood between him and the people of Shechem, and they get sick of him. And then this person, Ga'al bin Evid, this person who is a competing leader of Shechem, goes and he has, they have a party and this and that, and then he says aloud, he says, come give me your best shot, Mr. Abimelech, bring your army and let's see who will win. Now, he was probably saying that while he was drunk or something. So he didn't actually, wasn't, probably wasn't actually in the mood of getting into a fight with Abimelech. But in the meantime, um, the, the person that was Abimelech's right-hand man, his name was Zevul. Zevul, he was the, the minister of the city of Shechem. He sends a message to Abimelech. And where was Abimelech at the time, by the way? Some other place. Yeah, in Torma, which shows you how much Abimelech actually cared about Shechem. He sends a messenger to Shechem and he says, this man Ga'al bin Ayved and his, and his henchmen have come to Shechem and now they are putting, making the city, they're uh, convincing them to, to betray you. Or they're going against you. So now you and the people with you, you should go and form an ambush in the field. Now this is Zevul talking to Abimelech, saying how are we going to deal with this Ga'al bin Ayved guy? Let's make an ambush around Shechem. Wait, wait Zevul talking to... He's talking to Abimelech. Zevul is Abimelech's minister. Yeah. So he's talking to Abimelech and he says, Okay, fine, if, if Gaal wants to, to rebel, let's take him out. So he says, go make an ambush at night. Make an ambush in the field. Pasuk 33, And it will be in the morning when the sun comes out. You should get up and you should surround the city. They will be coming out to you. You will catch him by surprise. You will have the city surrounded. He will come, up, he will come out to you from the city in a position of weakness and then you will do with him as you please okay so that's that's Zavul and Avimelech's plan in the meantime Pasuk 34 so Avimelech and all of the people that were with him they get up they go in the middle of the night and they make an ambush around Shechem they had four uh, brigades they had four brigades Pasuk Ga'al, son of Ebed, the man who was the, the rebel, the leader of the rebel cause, okay? he goes and he, and, uh, and he goes to the entrance of the tent, of, of, sorry, I'm used to saying entrance of the tent of meeting. Um, he goes to the entrance to the city. And then Abimelech and the people that were with him came out of the ambush. So now there's a stare down. And Ga'al ben Ebed sees all of the enemy army surrounding his city. 
Sorry, he sees people coming from afar. They're not so close yet. Okay, so, so Abimelech's on his way, and then he's on his way in the morning, and then Gaal ben Evid, who is the leader of the rebel cause, sees them coming from afar. Okay, so it's, it's, it's more important because you'll see what happens. So he tells Zevul, There seems to be people coming from the top of the mountain. Meaning, that looks like maybe there's an army coming to take over the city of Shechem. What does Zevul answer? You're seeing the shade that's being created by the mountain. You see them as if they're people. It's not really people. Why is Zevul talking to him like, like they're boys? Not yeah, isn't that crazy? It's not so, so it's boys. interesting, Zevul... His position here is very interesting because we, just, we know he was the one who told Abimelech to, to bring his people into the ambush and to, and to, start, to surround the city by daybreak. Okay. So he knows where these people are coming from and what they're doing. So why is he chit-chatting with... So the real question is people why do not is... do know that Zivul is his minister, Abimelech's minister? They do because they already pointed that out. They said, oh, it's Abimelech and Zivul, his, uh, his right-hand man. That's so something that like Gaal. So, so what Gaal may be thinking is he wants to be part of the rebellion. Maybe meaning like Zevul seems to be ministering. He's an inside guy. He's an inside guy, and and Gaal may not know how much loyalty he actually has to Avimelech. So he's opening up to him mm-hmm. as a guy who's just a smart guy who knows the city very well, but he doesn't know that Zevul already put Avimelech up to the task here. So Zevul goes to him and says, oh, you don't really see anything. You're just seeing the shadow from the mountain. And Zevul knows. He's the one who set up this attack. So he knows where these people are coming from. Okay? And then he says, uh, Gal says again, he says, no, there are people coming from Tabur Haaret. Can you translate that? Pasuk Lamed Zayn. 37. People are descending from the navel of the land. People are descending from the navel of the land, whatever that means. And uh, there's another brigade coming from Elon Me'onenin, from another place. Because we said there were four brigades, remember? So now we're seeing two brigades. No, no, there are people. I'm telling you, there are people there. And what does Gal say? Did Gal bring the four, four uh, groups? No, no, no. That was Avimelech who set up an ambush oh, okay. of four brigades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Gaal sees two of them. He says, no, no, I think it is people. And now Zevul says, yep. Where is your mouth now that said, who is Avimelech that we should serve him? This is the people that, these, this enemy that's coming are the people that you degraded. So go out and fight them like you said you would. Okay, so what did Zivul do? He, he, he told Abimelech, but he also now puts uh, Gaal at a very big disadvantage because Gaal doesn't have time to go gather his troops fast enough, meaning, meaning the enemies already come very, very close to the city by the time Gaal can even start mustering up the people to go out and fight them. So he's not even responding fast enough. It's not even going to be a fair fight. But Gaal goes out before the people of Shechem and he fights against Abimelech uh, Abimelech chases after him and uh, Gaal ben Eved runs from before him and many uh, fallen people, fallen soldiers fell at the entrance to the city. And uh, Abimelech decided to dwell in 
Ruma. I don't know where this place is. Mem Aleph. Does it have an explanation for Ruma or Aruma? So it's, it's like Avimelech decides to, to dwell now in Aruma, and Zevul was able to chase Gaal and his, uh, and his brethren out from Shechem. So all the, the rebellion is squashed. I don't know if it, if, uh, if does it say if, um, what? I don't know if it says, Aruma, if, I, if Gaal, I, think, I don't know if Gaal was even killed. I think he was just chased away. I would say. assume that if he says that, that he drove Zevul out, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, and Zivul drove Gaal out and his kingdom yeah. from Shechem, that Aruma is on the outskirts of Shechem. It's exile of Gaal. No, 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 but Aruma is where Abimelech lives. You're saying it's uh, not in Shechem still? still yeah, I think, I think the, point may, the point would be Abimelech still doesn't care about Shechem. <laughs> they just rebelled against him, so he's like, oh, I'm not going to live there. Hmm. He said, I'll, I'll go live in Aruma instead. Hmm. So he, has, he, has a, he never actually lives in Shechem. Hmm. You know, he'll live in Torman, he lives in Aruma. It says exile of Gaal. It doesn't say they killed him. They, they exiled him, right. They didn't kill him. Okay, next, next part of the story. The story gets more interesting. Pesuk Membet. If you thought that was very interesting, the, the story gets crazy. Okay, The next day, the next day, the people go out into the fields and they tell Avimelech that the people are out in the fields. Abimelech doesn't like the people of Shechem. So the next day he sees them going out to their fields and people tell him that the people are going out to their fields. And do you remember last time the people were afraid to go out to their fields? And then Gal ben Eved came and said, let's go out into the fields, have a party. They went into the fields, they had a party and they they stopped worrying about Abimelech. Mm -hmm. Clearly Abimelech's strategy was to kill people when they would leave the city. So you scare people from going out into the fields, which are now outskirts of the city. Mm-hmm. So Abimelech, after squashing the rebellion, he thinks these people are going to stay put in the city now. But he sees the next day, people have gone out into the city. He's trying to cripple Shechem. He, he, right, he wants to cripple Shechem, and he sees them going out into their fields and enjoying, and he's like, what? Well, I don't want to... They shouldn't be enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he splits it up into three brigades, and he made an ambush in the field, and he sees when the people leave the city, he gets up and he strikes them. And Avimelech and the heads of the, the brigades that were with him, they spread out and they stood up against the city. And the two other brigades, I think there were, he's, we said three brigades. So there was one brigade with Avimelech. I don't know why it says Rashim Asherimo. But he had, and the two brigades were in the field and they were basically covering the whole thing. They covered the city, they blocked the field and everything. So, Avimelech then, he's, he's not done with Shechem. Right? right, so Avimelech, he fought against the city that whole day. He captured the city, and then he killed the people in the city. Then he destroyed it, and he poured salt all over it. You can't farm there. Meaning you can't farm there. Nobody's going to be able to live there. It'll be un- uninhabitable. So this is... So, so salt means that you'll kill the crops and... You kill the crops, yeah. That, that's what I've been uh-huh. So the next phase in Abimelech's plan is, it's not enough that Gaal ben Eved I chased out because the people of Shechem were supporting Gaal ben Eved. So now it, you could see the psychology of Abimelech, right? It's a, it's a typical, typical, tyrant. typical tyrant, typical person with huge inferiority complex that the second somebody shows he doesn't like this guy... Avimelech, the reaction is severe. Kill them all. It's kill them all because it's, an, it's a personal attack for him. Yeah. 
Right? It wasn't the people want freedom to go out into their field. It was, they don't like me, I'll show them what I'm made of. So he goes and he says, it's not enough to, to, to chase away Galb and Evid. He now captures the people as they're going out into the field. He goes out against all the people of Shechem. He strikes them in the field and he strikes the city. He destroys the city. And then he pours salt all over the city. So nobody any longer can plant anything in the city. Uh, and it will be, you know, uninhabitable. Um, and, and that's what Abimelech does so far. Now, Bezer Hashem on Monday will continue the story of Abimelech because... Uh, it's even worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> this guy's nuts. The guy, the guy, but it's, it's a fascinating look into the, the mind of a person who is consumed with power, with power and, and a major inferiority complex. Yeah, Gidon is dead. So, so who's the Shofet? Nobody. No, it's in limbo. This is, this is what happens when... We already, we already said that Bnei Israel... We already said that Bnei Israel started doing Abu Dazara and they didn't do good to the household of Gidon, this is an example of them not doing good when they supported Abimelech against his sons. Yeah, but every other so this is what happens when there's a vacuum of leadership, you have people like Abimelech fill, fill the void. They give you the downtrend, and then it's like, and then rises up this one person, or whatever. This story isn't just going to disappear, they're not waiting for him to just die of old age. Something has to happen. What, with Abimelech? Of course. Oh, okay, we will see. Something, someone... From the Jewish people, has to stand okay, up. Okay, let's see who stands up. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen, amen.